we're going to jump into what the hell is No Nut November? Come on, come, come with me. Where did it come from? Also funny. Is it healthy? I really, I'm 15 in my brain. Uh, what is No Nut November? Where did it come from? Is it healthy? Uh, and perhaps uh, what should we be focused on in November for penis health instead? Sex talk, Derek Miley, cause sexuality is tough, and okay sexist isn't good enough, no, sex talk with Derek Miley. Uh, let's jump right in, come on, let's go. So, No Nut November is essentially an internet fad. It uh, is... Uh, there's these rules. There's, uh, depending on where and what uh, article you read or what forum you read, uh, it is about abstaining from nutting. <laughs> I mean, you know, I gotta give it to y'all. Uh, it's great. It's a great word. It's, it's way more fun uh, than ejaculation. Way, way more fun than that word. So, uh, to abstain from nutting or ejaculating for the month of November. Essentially, no masturbation or sexual interactions for the entire month. This fad really has its uh, roots in uh, the misinformed and misinformation-filled NoFap community. Uh, I said NoFap, N-O-F-A-P, communities or community on Reddit and 4chan. Now, uh, I love me some Reddit. Love me some Reddit. Um, but y'all, there's some serious misinformation all over the place. I mean, social media generally. There's lots of that. Um, there's lots of misinformation around YouTube too. So let's go into what these rules look like. Uh, typically, that you get one nut <laughs> during the month. Uh, and that includes, which I think is kind of interesting, uh, any kind of wet dream or nocturnal emission. Uh, no watching sexual material, in addition to um, no any kind of sexual behavior with partners. So, first, this idea isn't a new one. The internet does like to uh, take things that have cro come across history again and again and, and make it something new, some sort of urban legend or urban myth that, that has roots in something that has happened across history before. So abstaining from sexual behavior or masturbation for some goal or spiritual or religious state or even meditative state that has happened throughout history. So let's be real about that. Nothing new here. I want to give some examples of, of some historical ideas of no nut. So ta uh, tantric abstinence is actually an example of this and that has historical roots uh, for hundreds and hundreds of years. So um, those goals are typically like more body connection, more genital connection, or perhaps even more partner connection. Now, again, these are that tantric abstinence has different uh, historical roots across different religious or spiritual uh, traditions. 
again, the goals are different than what the ideas and the roots from No Nut November come from. So uh, there's also religious abstinence, that, but it's usually, uh, in, an historic, in, in a historical context, it's related to not having any sexual behavior before any kind of marriage commitment. So that includes masturbation, that includes any kind of uh, sexual behavior with a partner, that you are not supposed to do that before or marriage. That's at least historically um, incredibly common across lots of different religious traditions. So, you know, I, I will uh, drop in the description some really great hist history podcasts, YouTube channels that have really explored these uh, in depth because I think it's important to understand that this really, really and truly is not new. So, is it okay? Is it healthy to abstain from nutting? Uh, you know, so let, let's, let's do first things first. There is no research, really, that shows there any benefit physically from abstaining from masturbation or sexual behaviors. Uh, I love when we have like real ass medical doctors um, giving you good documented information. So I'm going to drop in the link below Dr. Rena Malik, uh, MD, urologist. So genitals, y'all, that's the kind of medical doctor she is. Uh, she actually did a really good video about this, specifically about November, and she gives some really interesting information about the body specifically. Now, my background in education is in mental and sexual health. I'm concerned about your brain meats. So I'm going to leave the body stuff to Dr. Malik and you should definitely check it out. Um, but let's talk about myelane. If you want to reduce anything because of reasons, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Do you. And abstinence from masturbation itself, though, really doesn't do anything from your for your brain. So, but we're going to get into some downsides and potential upsides, okay? I I I kind of want to make sure that you get to hear all of it. Um let's talk downsides first. Um potential pelvic floor dysfunction. Now, I know I'm leaving the body stuff to Dr. Malik, but uh my background is in sex therapy and clinical sexology. So I do know a lot about uh, pelvic floors. And when you abstain from something and uh, you really can cause yourself pelvic floor dysfunction issues, uh, especially if you are trying to control your body during times that your body would try to be restorative, like sleep. One of the rules in no no November is no wet dreams or no nocturnal emissions, when in reality, like, you actually can't physically really control whether or not you're going to have a wet dream. So you really could cause yourself some pelvic floor dysfunction, and um, I don't want you to do that. So that's a downside, serious downside here. So let's get to the brain part of it. The next downside is increased intrusive 
thoughts or obsessive thoughts. Uh, our brains really don't handle all that well telling ourselves not to think about something. So I'm actually going to give you an example and I want you to try it with me right now. I want you to, for just a moment, take a deep breath, and I don't want you to think about orange. Don't think about it right now. Try not to think about orange. Don't think about it now. I want you to observe right this second. Watch your mind what it does. Take a deep breath. When you try not to think about orange, what happens to your mind? What does it begin to do? For many, many people, it begins to show you those things again and again and again because our brain is a really good association machine. But it's not all that accurate. So when you tell it not to do a thing, it usually does the thing and again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> so downside number three, shame specifically is probably, I would say, the biggest downside to No Nut November. Shame about your body, shame about your sexual functioning, shame about your level of desire and the level to which you think about sexual behavior of any kind. That is a huge problem. So if we go from having maybe healthy sexual masturbation uh, practices and we go to, from having sexual healthy thoughts about sex to then obsession thoughts about sex, you could potentially start to feel shame about how your brain is operating because you're taking something away that was healthy and something that you probably really, really enjoyed. So uh, increased shame for me as a professional who works with people around their sexual issues and their mental health issues all the time, that's, that's a huge downside. So uh, next downside, it really can <laughs> impact your overall sexual satisfaction. In 2015, uh, uh, Carcido, if I'm saying the last name wrong, I apologize, uh, Carcido and Research Pals, uh, they found that people who are incarcerated have better mental health outcomes if they get to have sexual interactions with their partners, or how all of you might know this is conjugal visits. Favor? I don't know, I'm kind of busy. I need you to run for governor. Oh, I can do that. You can change this rule about no conjugal visits. So those who have remained abstinent, whether by choice or were without a partner, so they don't necessarily have a choice, there, there, is a, there was a significant difference in their sexual satisfaction um, if they were able to have those visits or not. So if their sexual satisfaction and their mental health outcomes improved, that, that tells me that it's an important piece to keep. Uh, I, I have actually worked with incarcerated individuals. I've actually worked inside a prison setting with people who have committed sexual crimes. So the more safe uh, those people end up being when they get out or even while they're in prison, uh, the better. So... Uh, yes, might be an extreme example, but I, I, am, I want you to ask yourself the question, why would you willingly put yourself or ask yourself to be in a sexual prison if you don't have to? The link in the study, it's all in the description. In the description. 
take a look at it. Ask yourself that question. I think it's an important one. All right, upsides. Oftentimes there is an upside that is argued a lot, which I think is important. And the claim is that it boosts testosterone. This is not an upside, by the way. <laughs> this is actually something that it does not do. Nope, doesn't do that. Uh, any boost to any hormone or hormone change is incredibly brief, about 30 minutes or less. So it doesn't really, like the whole abstaining for 30 days, it just doesn't do what you think it does. And it doesn't do what the advocates claim. So I, I wanna make sure that upside is debunked, really. But there is an upside. Now, potentially reminding yourself that you have control over your behavior, yes, that absolutely could be an upside. This is a real one. We do have the ability to choose how we respond to our thoughts, feelings, and body sensations. If you are worried about your relationship with sexual material or how often you engage with sexual behavior, this is a valid reason to wanna try this. Now, that being said, if masturbation and sexual materials are not impacting your ability to work, your ability to be with people you love or do things you love, then this is not a problem. Often, No Nut November is paired with concerns. Let me be clear, concerns about sex addiction or porn addiction. If you are worried in any way about sex addiction or porn addiction, please, please, please reach out to a trained sex therapist like myself or any of my colleagues who are recognized by the organization called ASECT or they have what's called a CST after their name, Certified Sex Therapist. The DSM-5 does not recognize sex addiction or porn addiction as actual diagnoses. My interview with Dr. Doug, Doug Brown Harvey, who's done wonderful work on out of control sexual behavior. So what should we focus on in November for penis health rather than not nutting? Still, gotta give you, gotta give you props. Nutting, better than ejaculation, like it. How about we come back to like, stuff we should absolutely be concerned about, like prostate health and preventing prostate cancer or uh, keeping penises healthy by having you understand how your cardiovascular health is going. Uh, I, I really think we should shift our focus from not nutting to erectile health. I, I want y'all to have strong penis health. It's like, I, I really truly believe it is my job to work myself out of needing to work with a client. So that means they have better erections, improved mental health. That means they have improved sexual health. So let's shift the focus from abstinence to let's understand what erectile dysfunction actually means and how it is can be connected to cardiovascular health. Any person with a penis that comes to me with erectile dysfunction issues, I'm usually having them have a medical evaluation to be sure to make sure that their, their heart is okay or that there isn't any other issue with their cardiovascular system like a blockage. Erectile dysfunction can be an early indicator of blood flow issues. 
hormone issues and or anxiety, stress, and let's be completely real, trauma. So if you have any of those concerns, see a professional. Please, please, please see a professional. All in all, folks, do you. <laughs> if you really want to participate in No Nut November and it doesn't cause you distress, okay, okay, go ahead, do, do, do it. <laughs> but I really want to encourage you to evaluate why. I wish you nothing but good penis health. Thanks for sticking around to the end, y'all. If you want more stuff, if you want the stuff I couldn't talk about on social media and YouTube, join me uh, and the rest of the board of nerds on Patreon. The link is in the description. First 500 folks, again, are getting a sweet brain taco or eggplant squish fidget. The board of nerds is going to participate in some content creation and asking their questions and getting to have them answered on the show and or socials. So please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Don't miss any nerdy mental and sexual health content. I will see you next Thursday.